Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. about it as long 
as they are putting themselves in the news, okay? Of course, NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball news and notes, Wednesday, Wikipedia, Lucinda's lyrics, TJ's motivational moment, and oh, so much more. You already know we got another jam-packed show. So I'll tell you what, we're going to go ahead and jump into a quick break. And then on the outside of the break, we will dive into the NBA playoff recap. You know, they're definitely giving us something to watch, and we are definitely going to watch it. All right, so we'll be back right after the break. It's your girl TJ and the ladies. It's Wednesday night. It's time for some LL Sports 2. Let's get it.
Oh, it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. Oh, yes, they do. And that was a little a Mac band for you there. Roses are red. Oh, here we go. It's going to be one of those nights. Hey, Rashad. <laughs> oh, it's going to be one of those nights. I can see it already. Okay, here we go. My stand is a little crooked tonight. There we go. Hey, Rashad. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight on LL Sports 2. All right, so I, like I said it before the break, we are going to jump into some basketball NBA recap. Yes, the playoffs are in full swing and in effect. What's going on, Mommy? Don't forget, y'all, to wave. Don't forget to, to um, sign up for um, the alerts and all of that good stuff. I know I hate I was not in Nashville, but it seems like y'all had a great time. Hit me up and tell me all of the highlights, too. We're definitely going to get to the draft, all right? But let's get to the basketball highlights here. So let's start out in the East. The Celtics, number four, are playing the number one Bucks, and they are tied. Boston took game one, 112-90, and the Bucks came roaring back. Do you hear me? Beating the Celtics, 123-102. Andrew DeCumpo, 29 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 steals. Middleton hit his stride on last night, 28 points. He shot 7 of 10 from 3-point land, 7 rebounds. Bledsoe put in 21 points. And Lopez, Brooke Lopez, 10 points and 4 rebounds. The Bucks outscored Boston 39-18 to in the third quarter, and they closed out the third quarter on a 24-2 to run. The team as a whole shot from the three-point line, and they um, had 23 pointers, 20 out of 47. So that was a franchise record for three-point field goals made for the Bucks. And the team... The Milwaukee Bucks, they are now 21-1 and following a loss this season. And if you don't, don't think it gets any better, it definitely does. Because for game three, oh, let's, let's give Boston their due. Let me, I'm gonna, let me back back a little bit. <laughs> Morris put in 17.7 rebounds. Um, Brown, 16 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists. Horford still doing his thing, 15 points, 8 rebounds. But Kyrie Irvin only had 9 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, and a block. Kyrie only shot four of 18 from the field, and he was six uh, and 16 of his 18 field goal attempts. They were contested. So what the what the um, Celtics did to Ante Tacumpo in Game One by shutting him down, removing him, and making the other um, pieces around him play, the Bucks did that to Kyrie Irving on last night. Like I said, they contested 16 of 18 of Kyrie Irving's field goal attempts. He only shot one of five from three-point land. This is his second career playoff game with fewer than 10 points. So we don't see um, this game, we don't see this series until Friday, and it does switch to Boston for game three. But as I mentioned for game three, if the Celtics, you know, were worried or if they got anything to contemplate or to be worried about from last night, they really need to be worried going into game three because the team is expecting to have their guard Malcolm Brogdon back for game three. That means that's another big body, 6'5 guard um, that will be, you know, taking up um, space in the paint, putting another body on Horford, excuse me, um, and just another all-around defensive player and everything. So that's going to be very good for the Bucks coming in on game three. So this series, as I said, it is tied, and I think this one is going to be a doozy. I was, I'm not going to lie, I was a little worried 
for Milwaukee uh, because of just the way they got manhandled in game one. But it looks like the adjustments were made. Um, have to have to give, um, I don't know if it was all good bucks, but the Boston Celtics were not shooting well um, on last night either. So, But we'll see. At least we got a series. Moving on to the East, the 76 and the Raptors. This series is tied as well. Raptors took game one, 108-95. 76ers came back in game two, beating the Raptors 94-89. to I'm hearing a little feedback here, y'all. So if y'all hear it on the phone lines, I do apologize. Might just be the music. All right, with game two, 76 is 94 to 89. Butler, he is Jimmy Buckets once again, putting up 30 points. He shot four of 10 from three-point land, 11 rebounds, five assists. Um, Ennis, uh, let's see, Ennis the third, 13 points, six rebounds, and B, 12 points. He only shot two of seven from the field. He had six rebounds and five assists. And Simmons, Ben Simmons, is there an APB out on him? I mean, I understand that he does other things other than score, but six points. Seven rebounds, five assists. He also had two steals. But six points, come on, Ben. Uh, he's too inconsistent for me uh, when it comes time to the playoffs. But this was the 76ers' first win in Toronto since November the 10th of 2012. So there's something about uh, the we the North <laughs> that the uh, 76ers can't seem to get around. But they finally broke in broken that streak, and they also held um, held Toronto to 36% shooting, so what a night um, for the 76ers. For Toronto, Kawhi Leonard, 35 points, so he still did his thing, 7 rebounds, 6 assists. Siakam, 21 points, 7 rebounds. Kyle Lowry, uh, he put in 20 points, 5 rebounds, and Marc Gasol, he only had 5 points, so not too much of a contribution from Marc Gasol, but again, um, Toronto fell to the 76ers, 94-89, to 89. so now we do have a series. Looks like both both um, series and the East are shaping up to be what we hopefully thought that they would be, being tied. So as I said, the um, Celtics and the Bucks, they resume Game 3 on Friday in Boston, and then for the 76ers and the Raptors, their Game 3 is tomorrow night, and the game shifts to Philadelphia. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight. Let me see what everybody's saying on Facebook. Sorry, y'all. I'm trying to get this stand here. I don't know why tonight of all nights. You know how when when it rains, it pours. So we're going to get it together here. All right, my Auntie Karen in the house. She says she is representing that shy. Miss Laverne, I see you. And like I said, Rashad, too bad you weren't in Nashville with us. I know. I I saw the pictures and everything. I saw y'all made it on TV and everything, so that was great. But y'all stay tuned. We will definitely get to the draft here pretty soon, doing the basketball recap right now. All right. So now let's go ahead and move to the Wild Wild West. Let's wrap up the first round because it took seven games for the Nuggets and the Spurs, but the Spurs did end up falling in the end. The Nuggets, they took game seven beating the Spurs 120-103. to 103. So the Nuggets, they did advance now to the second round. Sorry, y'all on the phone lines. We're just having some technical difficulties tonight, but you know we're going to get through it. All right, so the Rockets, well, no, let's do them last. I would like to say the best for last. So we got the Trailblazers and the Nuggets. The Nuggets are leading this series one to nothing. They resume tonight. Uh, playing on TNT, but the Nuggets took game one, 121 to 113. 
Jokic, 37 points, 9 rebounds, and 6 assists. Murray had 23 points, 8 assists, and 2 steals. Millsap, Paul Millsap, 19 points, 6 rebounds. And George Harris, 11 points and 5 rebounds. Also put in 2 blocks there uh, for for the Nuggets. I'm so sorry, y'all. Trying to see what's going on here on the, on the phone line. Okay, we're just going to have technical difficulties tonight, but y'all bear with me, okay? All right, then for Portland, Lillard, 39 points. So he contributed 39. He also had six turnovers, so that's not a good stat, but 39 points. So Cantor, 26 points, seven rebounds. Rodney Hood put in 17 points, and McCollum, 16 points. He only shot two of seven from three-point land in game one. So we'll see how... Um, we'll see how the Trailblazers fare tonight in Game 3, and that uh, remains in Denver, 9 p.m. on TNT. All right, and then let's go ahead and move move on back to the Rockets and the Warriors. Woo! We have all been waiting on this series. Now, I, might, I have to admit, uh, not very happy that we are seeing, you know, these two teams meet in the semifinals because, man, I'm telling you, whoever comes out of this round – I don't know if it's going to be a good series if they, you know, whoever they meet up with Portland and the Nuggets. But, you know, it, it is what it is, and that's how, you know, that's how the cookies crumble in this one. But the Rockets and the Warriors, man, once we got through game one with all of the referee non-calls and what should have been called and, and the the referees admitting what they didn't call, um, we were hoping that we would just be able to play basketball um, on Game 2. But the Warriors, they took Game 1, 104 to 100. Durant became the first Golden State player with 35-plus points in three straight playoff games since 1967. So that was uh, good news there for Golden State. Also good news for Golden State in Game 2. The Warriors took Game 2, 115-109 for Houston Harden, 29 points, 7 rebounds. But Harden had six turnovers um, in last night's game. But can we really fault him? The man was playing blind. He was out there, uh, Stevie Wonder or Ray Charles, whichever one you want to call him. And, you know, it's one of those things where the boy that cried wolf, because I'm not going to lie to you, I'll be the first to admit when I seen him go down, because remember, Curry went down first because he – um, blocked, what was it, um, doo, 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 Capella. He blocked Capella's shot, and he jammed his index finger. So Curry had to go back to, to the locker room. This was in like the first uh, two two minutes of the game. Then we see James Harden go down. We did see Draymond Green's hands, you know, swipe past his face. And, uh, you know, Harden fell to the ground holding his head, you know, holding his eye, holding his head. And I'm like, okay, come on, James. But then he stayed down there a little bit longer. Then he tried to play. Then he went to the back. And he was gone for a long time. So I was like, okay, well, maybe, you know, this is a significant injury here, and we don't want that, all right? Last year we lost CP3 in, you know, in the in the uh, Western Conference Finals. We saw what happened. Golden State was able to take that. So as I always say, whatever happens in a series, whether it's basketball, football, whatever it is, you always want to see the teams healthy. So, again, James Harden back in the back for doggone near a quarter. Then when he comes back and they show, you know, they zoom in on his face, the, it looked like the brother was back there shooting, not shooting medicine, but shooting Hennessy or something. The poor boy's eyes was just red as all get out. So I was like, my goodness, what happened to, you know, James Harden? So come to find out that Draymond Green scratched both of the boy's eyes and he had an eye laceration. 
got to be more careful, Draymond Green. I know you're still probably upset that you got kicked out for this for the series against the uh, Cavaliers, but come on now, move on past it, uh, Draymond. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but yeah, but Draymond he 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 took took him out. So let's just hope that Harden can heal and he can be, you know, semi of himself coming into game three. But, again, with all of that said, 29 points, seven rebounds. He did have six turnovers and four assists. For CP3, though, you would think if your soldier, if your general goes down, you're going to have to pick up the slack. And by putting in 18 points, picking up the slack, he did not, okay? He did have seven rebounds, six assists, and three steals. But 18 points, come on now, I'm going to need you to put the team on your back, CP3, especially since you've been, you know, he need, since you were MIA in, in the playoffs last year. But. Okay, I understand. Rivers, 14 points, 2 assists, and Capella, 14 points, 10 rebounds. So he had a double-double, 2 assists, and 2 blocks. But for the um, for the Houston uh, Rockets, they did cut the lead to 3 in the fourth quarter when they had trailed by 15 in the third. But Capella and Tucker combined, they had 27 points and 20 rebounds. You, that That's not going to beat the Warriors, okay? As we've always said, you, one man can – he can rally a team, he can motivate a team, he can inspire a team, but he cannot beat the team by himself. So when you know that your general, you know, your floor general is is kind of, you know, he's not playing on at 100%, 100% y'all have got to step it up. Uh, the, I don't know, your shots just weren't falling, but I can't say it wasn't effort because, you know, the, the effort was definitely there. But is it just the fact that they're being manhandled by the Warriors? I know what is it the um what are they what's their nickname it'll come to me the Hampton Five I know they're a tough tough team to beat and when you have them on the on the court all at one time but they can be beat okay we've seen it in the regular season we saw the Clippers you know all you have to do you have to play your best ball and you can't take a night off but what's the playoffs all about isn't it the time to, to put up or shut up put your big boy draws on tie them shoelaces up and let's get to playing. So I say this because the Rockets can't get swept. They're not going to get swept, are they? Somebody please tell me, are the Rockets going to get swept? They have to take game three. And then once we get past game three, then we'll get we'll deal with game four. But uh, come on, Rockets. I, I, it's just not looking good. What's that saying? Oh, ye of little faith. Yes, ye has little faith right about now. Okay. <laughs> Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight. And also hit me up on the timeline on Facebook Live. Got a lot of people tuning in here. James Lee Taylor, I see you in the house. Jerome Boogeyman, where you been? Natasha, my girl Tasha in the house. Mike, Silverado, Kev, Cassandra, my cousin. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Again, don't forget, hit me up. Yo, hello, people. What's going on, Jerome Boogie Man? I see you. I see you. So y'all hit me up, though. Is Can it be? Or is it just they need to get home and get to that home cookie? I think that's what it is. Because the, the Rockets, they can't get swept. I just, I, I refuse to believe that. But let's go ahead and move to Golden State because they did what they always do. Durant, 29 points, 5 rebounds, 4 assists, and 2 blocks. Curry, 20 points. He shot 3 of 13 from 3-point land. 3 rebounds, 5 assists, and 2 steals. Uh, for Thompson, 21 points. He shot 8 of 18 from the field, only 3 of 9 from 3-point land. Put in 5 rebounds, 2 assists. Iguodala, 16 points, 5 rebounds. And Draymond Green, 15 points, 12 rebounds. He had a double-double, 
seven assists, two steals. And for um, Draymond Green, he received his fourth technical foul in these playoffs. So we all know once you get to seven, you're going to have to sit down. So whether it's through technical fouls, whether it's through ejections, whatever it is. But, Draymond, keep doing what you're doing now. Because, hey, I like it. I like it a lot. (laughs) But Curry and Thompson, they combined for 41 points, shooting six of 22 from the three-point line. And this is the first time, can you believe it, for the Golden State Warriors, the first time that all five starters have scored 15-plus points in a playoff game under Coach Steve Kerr. And also for the Warriors now, the team improves to 7-0 this season when all five starters score 10-plus points. So, like I said, we all know what the Warriors can do. We all know what they're capable of. I'm just ready to see the Warriors fall. I'm not ashamed to admit it. You know, I'm a hater. I'm tired of the Golden State Warriors. I'm ready for some new blood, and I thought that this was going to be the year that the Rockets take the Warriors. I know that the Rockets have, are the fourth seed, but seeds don't matter. You know, once you get to the playoffs, it's 0-0. Zero, zero. Mano y mano. Let's go. Best man wins. Right now, the best man are the Warriors. Okay, but, you know, I have to say it. But anyway, so we don't see this series pick up until Saturday, and this does now move to Houston. All right, a couple of news and notes in basketball land. So for the Spurs, the team and Coach Greg Pop, they um, have negotiated. They are expecting to sign a three-year extension for Coach Pop. Uh, as I mentioned earlier um, in, dealing, in, in speaking of the Warriors and Rockets um, series, after game one, the referees, they did announce, because, you know, they do that two-minute uh, two um, evaluation now um, for basketball games, and they're saying that the refs missed three late calls in the Houston game. Um, two of the calls would have resulted in Steph Curry being fouled out. So had they called the calls correctly, Steph would have received – Six fouls, he would have fouled out, and we know that in game one, Steph hit a crucial three-pointer um, late in the game to help, you know, push that lead to four. Um, but James Harden, he also missed a three-point field goal in the final seconds. That call was not among the calls missed, so we all know that. And if you see it, come on. You know, the one thing that they talk about, um, and and you have to, you have to. Um, give credence to it because that's how how Kawhi Leonard got hurt in the Spurs series against the Warriors. Kawhi Leonard goes down. Um, who knows what could have happened in that series because at the time Ka- Kawhi Leonard and the, the San Antonio Spurs they were pretty much manhandling the Warriors, and it wasn't too far fetched. Even though the Spurs had a lower seed, it wasn't too far fetched to say that the Spurs could have taken the Warriors out in that series. But again, Kawhi Leonard goes down because. Um, what was it, Jaja uh, Pachulia stepped up, up underneath um, up underneath Kai, Kawhi and twisted his ankle and then therefore went Kawhi's basically struggles for the next year and a half. So I understand the importance of it. You do have to give a jump shooter a space to land. But when you start creating your own non-space, as James Harden was doing towards the end of the game, you cannot kick your legs out. And I don't care how many times you want to say it's a foul you know how they say, look like a duck, quack like a duck, then it is a duck. Sorry, James Harden, but those were not ducks, okay? You cannot initiate the contact with the with the defender, and that's what, what James Harden was doing, you know, towards the end of the game. Can I fault him, though? I really can't because in the beginning of the game when the call should have been called, he was not getting them. So I guess in his mind, he's like, okay, I'm going to initiate the contact, hopefully in order to get the, get the calls, but it, it went against him. But y'all hit me up. Let me know what you think. 
I definitely want to hear your thoughts and opinions. But, again, I guess maybe that's why I was, you know, the boy that cried wolf when it went down um, on last night's game, or in last night's game, I'm sorry, when he got scratched over the face. I'm like, okay, now you just really trying to just milk this, Jay. But the boy was blind, okay? <laughs> Also for the Rockets, Chris Paul, he was fined 35000 for confronting and making contact with the referee late in game one as well. All right. For the Magic, um, their co-founder, Pat Williams, has decided to retire. He spent part of his 51-year basketball career as a GM for my Bulls, for the Atlanta Hawks, and also for the Philadelphia 76ers. And the Cleveland Cavaliers, they are set to interview J.B. Bickerstaff for their coaching vacancy. He is the former Grizzlies coach that was fired earlier this month after a 33-49 season with the Grizzlies. All right. So with that, that is going to wrap up our NBA recap. And, you know, we were hearing some noise about um, Kevin Durant and Kawhi Leonard possibly teaming up and going to the Clippers this off season. Well, now it's being reported that they could also also take their talents to the Brooklyn Nets. So I just think there are there are just fillers or kind of um, leaks being put out there, so that we have no idea what Kevin Durant is going to do. I think Kevin really wants to just concentrate on getting through, you know, these playoffs, doesn't want anything to deter or, or detract, you know, from, from what's going on in the playoffs right now because you don't ever want to think or have people thinking that you're half in, half out, which we already know that he is because we all know that I think it's pretty set in stone that he will not be returning to the Warriors um, next season. But, you know, that's neither here or there right now because they are taking care of business in the playoffs. All right. So, like I said, now it's being reported that Kawhi and Durant could team up and take their talents to the Brooklyn Nets this offseason. But one thing we do have to look forward to is an exciting offseason this NBA season because the free agency pool is, in the words of J.J., dynamite! Yes, I've been wanting to say that for, like, so long. Anyway, it was probably corny, but, hey, your girl can be corny at times. But don't forget the notable free agents this year, Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving, Kimball Walker, Clay Thompson, DeMarcus Cousins, who really wants DeMarcus Cousins, but he's still available, and Jimmy Butler. All right, so that is the pool of free agents for 2019. And it was so funny because O'Shea Jackson Jr., that's Ice Cube's son for all you people who have been living under a rock, or if you don't know Ice Cube's real name, O'Shea Jackson (laughs) But he was on first take today, um, Ice Cube's son, and he is a diehard Lakers fan. And so, of course, they were asking him his thoughts on, you know, LeBron James and um, if Kevin Durant would come to the Lakers, but what would he think if Kevin Durant went to the Clippers and, you know, Kyrie and all that. But it was funny, he said, because um, he said as far as free agency and who comes to the Lakers, he said, we better get somebody with a K. (laughs) Kevin Durant, Kawhi Leonard, Kyrie Irving. Kimba Walker, Clay Thompson. Yeah, you definitely have uh, your your pick of the litter there with the letter K. All right. So I tell you what, we are going to go ahead and jump into another break here. Let's hope that everything works. I know that it will, but if it doesn't, then, you know, your girl will have to improvise. <laughs> but we're going to go ahead and jump into a break. And then on the outside of this, we'll be bringing in the ladies. We're down a couple of ladies tonight, but you already know. <laughs> we got, of course. The dynamic duo it will be in the house, all right? I'm just not going to tell you which other dynamic duo it's going to be, but you don't want to miss it. We'll be right back after the break. It's LL Sports 2 with TJ. 
This is your girl, TJ. We'll be right back. Oh, 
Oh, yes. The Jackson. 2300 Jackson Street. Here we go. Where you going? Jackson Street. I love that part. <laughs> That's the Jackson. Twenty three hundred Jackson Street. That's a classic. I love that song. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call tonight to talk to your girl T J on LL Sports Two. And as I mentioned before, going to the break, it's time to bring in the ladies. We're down a couple of ladies tonight, so it's not the awesome force. And tonight, tonight, it's the dynamic duo in the house. It's your girl T J and Ain't Lou. Can you? Would you want anybody else? Would you want anybody else? I mean, of course, you know we love the ladies. Now, don't get me wrong. But if you had to, if you had to pick two to put together. Come on with it, ain't Lou. Talk to me. <laughs> Good evening, everyone. Good evening. I think the two is in the house. Janelle, <laughs> this is Terry. I miss you guys. But we're going to make it do what it do. <laughs> you already know. Yes, definitely. I want to give a shout out to um, Terry. She is actually. Um, uh, she's with a friend. Um, she had, remember she had told us to keep her girlfriend, uh, Miss Vicky, in in our prayers um, because of the health situation that she's going through. Well, actually, it's her mother that is now in the hospital. So you know, Terry is is being the um, the awesome friend that she is, and she's supporting her. And Miss Janelle, she just you know work is calling, it's calling her, it's calling her, and so she couldn't get away. So Janelle, she is definitely Janelle. upset that you know she couldn't make the show tonight. But hey, you know you got to take care of business. So it is what it is. It, that just means you're left with, with with the dynamic duo. That's all that means at all. That is. <laughs> and we're going to hold it down. Brett Tobert in the house, Redwood, I see you. Felicia, what's going on? Cause so, so happy to see everyone in the house tonight. Debbie Ryan says, ooh, sister girl, your thought on both of them. He's a mixed bag for me right now. I'm going to let him hit the field first. Ooh, Debbie, just stay tuned, okay? Cause we will definitely talk about it. All right. Because I said, Felicia uh, in the house, what's going on, cuz? Redwood, Red, everybody so much for tuning in to the show tonight. All right, so we are definitely going to get to the draft. Do, um, real quick now, we have Aunt Lou in the house. We're going to talk a little basketball first. So, Aunt Lou, have you been watching? Uh, have you been watching all of the series? Or, or is there one series in particular you've been you've been keeping up on? Well, I've been keeping up with uh, Boston more so in, uh, in the Warriors. Okay. But I just okay. uh, I, I I'm I'm really gonna have to check out the Raptors more because I really don't know too much about uh well yeah the Raptors that's that's that other team the Raptors they playing playing the Seventy Sixers right so I said I'm gonna have to yep. start really checking that, checking that out and then Denver and Portland I haven't really been watching them but really just just one East and one West West team is what I've been watching okay but okay. uh. That's- it's, it's funny that you would say all that everything that you said because it's like all that is included in my lyrics tonight. And uh, I'm just like, man, we just own one accord like nothing. As always, you have to have a dynamic duo. It might be the duo that's dynamic. That's what I'm saying, baby. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, but, uh, but, but that game, uh, TJ, those games, oh, my goodness, they've just been off the chain, I tell you. Yes. Okay, so you said that you have been watching, watching the Boston series, so... Um, do you feel good that the that the Milwaukee Bucks 
can hang with Boston. Now, do you think it's going to be a, a real series? Because I'm not going to lie to you. I was a little worried after game one. Because it seemed like Boston was just manhandling the, the Bucks. And I say that because they were able to shut down on Kumpo. I thought they did an excellent job. And I didn't know if the Bucks were going to be able to rebound. Yeah, I, I thought they were dominating it too. And I'm thinking, I had to go back and look at my uh, at, the, at the standings. Didn't realize the Bucks were number one and Boston's number four seed, like like uh, yeah. the, the Warriors and yeah. And I'm like, but they they beat them like like you know like just just so easy. But when I, when I saw them play uh, this last game, I was like, okay, they're gonna be all right. But uh, all right. I was a little concerned. Yeah, I, exactly. Yeah, when they shut down Antetokounmpo like that, I was like. Really, the, the Bucks they move. You know, as he moves, they move. Um, of course, they mm-hmm. need the you know the the other pieces to work with him. But it seems like you know if he can't get his stride going, they just kind of fell apart. But Chris Middleton, he really did the doggone thing in, in Game Two, though shooting seven of ten from three point land. You know, contributing to twenty eight points, and that's exactly what they're going to need from the Bucks. They're going to be able to. They're going to need to be able to, you know, penetrate that that the paint, the middle with Antetokounmpo, but he's going to have to be able to, you know, push the ball out and they make those open three-pointers or, you know, 20-footers or, or, or what have you. So, but I feel good, though. Oh, yeah. I definitely feel good after game two. Yeah. But now they, yeah, you know, they move. Go on. I don't know. I was going to say they moved to Boston now. You know how it is when you get the home, you know, the home court and the home cooking and all that. So I just hope that Milwaukee travels well, um, you know, Ooh, in the playoffs. They're new to, you know, they're new to the advancing yeah. part. You know, not new to the playoffs, but at the advancing and being the number one seed. Right. And so, so is this considered, TJ, I want to ask you, is this considered round two or yes. round two or the semifinals? It's the same thing. It's both. Basically. Both, right? Yes, ma'am. I just want to, I just want to make sure. Because uh, you know, like normally when we have the football, they have, you know, the, the 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 what is the wild card, blah blah blah. You right. Know, names of the week. So I was just wondering exactly. how they're doing. Okay. You got it. You got it. Got it, no mistake. So yeah, it is. Um, it's uh, it is round two as well as the semifinals. Okay, so let's mm-hmm. go ahead and uh, do our pick. So who do you have coming out of this Celtic? Bucks series, St. Louis. And how many Celtics? Okay, let me see. The Celtics, Bucks. That's I think it's gonna be a good one. They'll probably go down. They might. They go down. They go down to the wire, and the Celtics might pull it off. I I mean, it's the way they playing. But then it's like after seeing the Bucks the other night, I don't know. So I'm gonna (laughs) go like this because they're the number one team. I would say they'd probably do it in maybe about six, and the and the Bucks should pull it off. Okay, so you're saying the Bucks will win in six? Mm-hmm, five or six. Well, yeah, five or six. But I, I do believe that the Celtics are going to win more than just one game. I really do. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. So maybe six, yeah, oh. six, not seven. It might go to four or seven. You never know. Right, right. Okay, so but right now you think that the Bucks will pull it out in six? Yeah, in six. See, I don't know the home court at the end of the situation with them like I do with the Warriors. <clears throat> but uh, but that's home what court. I'm thinking. But have home court. Yeah, I think one. With, okay. All right. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm at oh. six. Okay. I think this is going to go seven games, 
since I saw the way the mm-hmm. Bucks played on on last night in Game Two. So I do think it's gonna go seven. I just don't know about the experience. I'm hoping that the Bucks can continue to build on their experience in this round. Boston has been there mm-hmm. before. Boston has something to prove. You know, without without Kyrie last year, Boston made the conference finals. This would have to be a um, you know, a, a losing season, so to speak, and yeah, I say that in quotes, but this would have to be a devastating season for Boston if they go out in the second round. So okay. my heart is, I mean, my head is saying that Boston is going to pull it out, but I am pulling for the Bucks. So mm-hmm. That's what I say, too, with Boston, because, you know, Boston just, you never know what they might or might not do, because they really, they really impressed me, you know, the last year and a half or so. It's like, definitely. you know, you just never know. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb because I did forget, even though I mentioned it. I forgot that quick. The Bucks have one of their mm-hmm. key components returning back, Malcolm Brogdon. So as long as mm-hmm. he can, as long as they just, you know, um, slowly implement him in and if he can stay healthy, but if he can get back into game, you know, game state, game speed, game form, I'm rolling with the Bucks. Bucks in seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Go ahead and out there. All right. So now let's go ahead. You haven't really been watching the 76ers and the Raptors, okay? But it's, it's, it's turning out to be a good series. I was a little worried about the 76ers as well. You know, they add Jimmy Butler, but it didn't seem like he was he was contributing to the team um, the way that I expected him to with his, you know, with his, um, you know, him being like the OG of, you know, of the team, um, you know, with his experience, with having played with the Bulls, especially under, under Coach Kibbs. But it looks like, you know, Jimmy Buck is back. So, like I said, 76 took game two. Um, but how many how many games do you see this going, and, and who do you see coming out of this round? Thank you. Okay, Kawhi. Okay, Kawhi is with the 76ers, right? No, Kawhi is with the Raptors. Nope, no. He's with the Raptors? Okay. Yeah. All right, so he's with the Raptors, and um, – who do the 76ers have? See, that's what I don't really know them. I probably need to start watching them a little bit more. Who do they have, like, you know, names? You know, because everybody got a name on the team somewhere. Right. So the 76ers, they have mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler. So he's, he's, mm-hmm. a, he's a star. Um, they have Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. He's a center for the 76ers. He's an all-star as well. And then they have Ben Simmons. Mm-hmm. So he's assumed to be okay. all-star. I don't think he made the all-star team this year. But Ben Simmons, if he can get him a jump shot, and if he can start making shots, he'll be an all-around player. Mm-hmm. Fun to watch. He's the, and it's just, the Magic Johnson 2.0. Okay, and so the Raptors are two, and the, and the 76ers are three. When they finish this year, who was the Raptors? Who had the better score? Raptors. That's correct. Raptors. Raptors. Okay. Defeated two, and 76ers defeated three. Okay, well, I don't know about this, one. but I would probably say that they're going to go seven, and maybe the Raptors will take it in seven. Oh. But I'm okay. not sure. But that's what All I would right. say. No problem, because mm-hmm. none of us know. You know? <laughs> we all just, you know, all just uh, anticipating the series and, and and just trying to give our best educated guesses. Um, That's it. The seventy showed up in game two. I was very pleased with that, and so that was on the road. With the seventy six was coming mm-hmm. home for the next two games, I just think that the Raptors are on a mission. I really do, especially with Kawhi there. I'm not sold that Kawhi is going to stay in Toronto, so I think he's going to try mm-hmm. to give them all he has right now. So I think I see the Raptors taking this series in six games. I don't think the so you 76ers. Say six. 
yeah, I think those 76 will get one more. I think they're going to get one more at home. But um, I, I think it's going to be the Raptors. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But we both have okay. the Raptors. All right. Yeah, let's we have go ahead and. So you said you hadn't really been watching the Trailblazers and the Nuggets. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm, this is probably my least favorite, you know, series. Um, yeah. I hate to say it, but the Trailblazers, I hope that their main focus is not getting out of round one because they got swept last year. But after mm-hmm. game one, it, it seemed like they couldn't they couldn't buy a basket. Other than um, Dame Lillard, Dame Lillard. He, he did the doggone thing. He showed up. But um, Nuggets and the Trailblazers, this series just, just doesn't excite me. It doesn't float my boat. So, um uh, I'm not too. I don't know. I think the Nuggets probably will take this one out in the end, probably in five or six. Honestly. Okay, as you say, five, six. And I say uh, the Nuggets are probably taking in about. I'll say I would say the same thing because, like I said, um, I don't know the players players like that, but you know, I guess I'm just kind of partial. You know, with West Side, West Side, <laughs> and so I'm Part- just to watch those on water. That's what it is. They look. That's what that's where your partiality comes in at. <laughs> well, you know, but I, but I'm just saying the West Side. But yeah. anyway, but even though the, the East been looking good lately, but I yep. would say probably Denver, yeah, Denver in five or six. Okay. Um, oh. You know, same with you on that one because I'm not sure, and it's not a, you know when you don't know the players and stuff, and, and some of them don't see. I've been watching it and. And some of them look, look just like rookies out there playing. You know, you're so used to the professionals, you know, like the LeBrons and, and, you know, Michael and Magic, and then you go over here with the Warriors, and you know, and uh, some of these other teams that, that's really hitting it hard. And, and when you look at some of, them, some of the teams in there playing, it just seems so boring to me. It's like, man, they, they, they don't know what they know, you know, compared to the, to the experience for us. But I guess you got to give them a chance of it to grow, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I don't know any Lucas, especially Boston. You know, they are. They definitely have veterans with Horford and Kyrie. Um, so what are you talking about them? I'm talking about Denver and uh. Oh, yeah, oh, 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 Denver. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm okay. talking about them. Just watching them play. I mean, just to sit there and watch them play. But I said I need to stay on top of it. But uh, okay. but I enjoy what I who I like to see play. I like seeing Boston play. But and yeah. you, of course the Warriors. But it's just that some teams you look at and it's like I really don't know any of these players too much mm-hmm. and you know and they just don't seem like they know what they're doing. Even seeing Kawhi over there, um, you know he just he seems out of sort, you know, because the, the level that he plays, some of those guys are not at that level. You know what I'm saying? And I, I guess I could be a little, little uh, maybe discriminatory. I don't know. I could be. But anyway, <laughs> so I just like to see I'm used and to those and uh, McCullough, I mean, I would call him, uh, who else Toronto got? Um, who else is Toronto got? All I, all I care about is Ibaka, honestly. Uh, <laughs> oh, the Ibaka kid, and they got Marcus Paul now, too, so they, they got a veteran squad over there in Toronto. I got to admit. They fun Ooh. to watch, though. They definitely fun to watch. Okay. But I like watching um, uh, Jokic, Jokic, Nicola Jokic from the Nuggets. Yeah. That's that's You're a very talented uh, big man. So I, I oh, like yeah, he is. a spin move, a Euro step, and a three-point shot. So he's <laughs> definitely exciting to watch. So I got to give it to him. All right, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight, and ain't Lou in the house. The, the, the dynamic duo is just taking over tonight. 
Woodrow Kirkpatrick, thank you so much for tuning in. Kevin, I see you. Ron Jones says, what's up, Tina? Just checking in with you. Keep doing your thing, lady. Thank you so much. Mr. Nina in the house. Pablo says, Tina, Tina, Tina. Them Niners. Taking it. I know. We're going to get to it, y'all. We're going to get to it. I promise we're going to get to it. But we got to wrap up this NBA here. We got the Rockets and the Warriors. We know that the Warriors are now leading 2 nothing. Heading back to Houston now for game three. Game three is going to be Saturday night in Houston. Um, Ain't little, you know, just your overall thoughts on, you know, game two. Uh, what do you think about, you know, the health of Harden? And then, of course, give me your, give me your pick for the series. Um, I think I'm so glad his eyes are okay because Draymond, that was a dirty move. I, I wrote that. I wrote that in the lyrics too. But I'm just glad that his eyes are okay because you know the boy. I mean, he was he really impressed me, Hardy, Hardy, considering what happened to him, and he still was holding it down and shooting like he was shooting. You know what I mean? But okay. I was I was a little concerned too. Yeah, I was initially I was like you. I thought he was dramatic. He had a little acting going on, but uh, right. but when you saw it, I mean, he was really in pain and stuff. And you know, and, you know, I guess we just we, we probably like we're females, and, and most guys would say, "Well, you're sucking up me," and just suck it up. But these are your eyes. You know what I mean? You need your eyes. But um, I'm glad that he's 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 doing better. Um, I just thought, to be honest with you, he is really the only threat, uh, if you think about it, on the team right about now. You know, in the midst of his injury and stuff, I mean, he came back there and did what he did, you know, and they still lost it. But it's like if everybody just stepped up, even if they didn't do 15 points like uh, the Hampton Hampton Five did, if they everybody had stepped up to 10 points apiece, it, 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 it's a possibility they could have won that game, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because think about it, they only lost game one by four. And then they lost what game two by six. So six. let's just say six. if Paul had twenty eight instead of eighteen. Mm-hmm. Capella, if he had twenty four instead of fourteen. Oh yeah, it just it could have just just made a total difference. You know what I mean? And I just feel like that um, they could do better. You know, and they, they, I really believe that they can do better. They, well, they will be honest; they don't have to do better in order to beat the Warriors. And the Warriors haven't been playing up the far. I mean, did you see all those turnovers and everything that was going on? I was like, who, who's out here tonight? You know what I mean? But even in the midst of it all, and we know what you know with Curry with the injury, and I just my hat goes off to that boy because you know he probably was playing in double pain, but he still right. was there. Invisible and making things happen. And I think some of the stuff that he made happen, he probably was just like, "Thank you, God, that it happened." You know, because he, um, he, it's on every time he releases the ball. I feel like that the boy was in pain. You know what I mean? But he yeah. was trying. He was mm-hmm. really trying. But but I'm a little disappointed, TJ, because I thought that um, they would have been a little bit more uh, exciting and closer to the point where, you know, and I would have thought that they would have taken one win because I found out that um, they beat uh, beat the Warriors three three out of the four home games at the Warriors. And the, and then they and the regular series. In the regular season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what I found that out. And I'm just like, and this is the playoffs. So the Warriors, you know, they had something to prove because it's like y'all beat us three times on our home court, but y'all come down here this time and, you know, and, and the Warriors to kick them out, you know, both times. But it's just that I think they should be playing better. I believe that the Warriors are going to take it. They'll win five. I think that they'll they'll split uh, when they go to go to uh, Houston. Uh, but I think the Warriors are going to try to take one out of there. Uh, <laughs> I was listening to um, what's his name on the interview. They was talking to Thompson, and he goes, "Well, you know, we're going into a hospital in <laughs> Right. 
So that's it. But that's, these are, that's why we predict a Zoom. That's right. <laughs> that is the number to call to talk to your girls tonight. TJ and Aunt Lou in the house. So Red Rose, oh, he's just applying back to, to John. Okay, well, all right then. Tell us how you really feel there, pal. <laughs> just, uh, you know, keep it to ask for me. Thank you so much, pal. All right, Ron Jones in the house. Thank y'all so much for tuning in to the show. All right, so let's go ahead. We're going to switch gears up. Let's get to the gridiron. Amy, did you watch any of the NFL draft? Did you see what you're No, I did. No, some, someone sent me um, some, uh, some, you know, like clips of what was going on, but I didn't really listen and, and watch everything. But I know, uh, I think we had, I don't even know who these people was. That, that, that he, he, was, he basically sent me about the, for the Seahawks as well as, um, there was someone else, he said, but, you know, it was basically the Seahawks. Because he's a cowboy fan. <laughs> okay. Now, who is this? So just, uh, okay. Her, okay. Uh, yeah, he sent, he sent me a, a clip via my uh, phone, and, you know, because he's always sending people, sending you videos. And mm-hmm. um, But I didn't really just stop and look at, listen to it. I figured you'd have it all laid out. You know I do. You know I do. But real quick, hey, Lou, you got to shout him out. I see him on the, on the timeline here. Marlon Allen. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, Silicon Valley in the house. What's going on, Marlon? Say hi to Marlon, ain't hey, Louie. Hi, Marlon. Woo, woo. <laughs> you go. I don't know what that is. That must be a, a tea chicken call there, Marlon. I don't know what that was right there, but we let her have it. We're going to let her have it. <laughs> Marlon Allen in the house. All right, so let's do it real quick. We're going to do the rundown. I'm going to do the top ten, and then I'll get to the other teams that, that we support. So, of course, overall number one pick, Arizona Cardinals, Tyler Murray, um, Oklahoma quarterback, went to went to the Cardinals. He, he did end up being the number one overall pick. Um, a 49ers pick second. We picked up defense in um, Nick Bosa out of Ohio State. The New York Jets got defensive tackle from Alabama, Quentin Williams. The Raiders picked up defense in uh, Cleveland Farrell from Clemson. Tampa Bay picked up linebacker uh, Devin White from LSU. The Giants stopped pretty much everybody except for Dave Gellerman. Uh, they picked a quarterback out of Duke, Daniel Jones. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they picked up in Josh Allen out of Kentucky. And the Detroit Lions picked up uh, tight end uh, TJ Hawkinson from Iowa. Buffalo Bills, they are really trying to boost up their defense. Uh, defense tackle out of Houston, Ed Oliver. Pittsburgh Steelers got a trade from the Broncos. They went after Devin Bush. He's a linebacker out of Michigan. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals picked up offensive tackle out of Alabama, Jonah Williams. Green Bay Packers defensive end out of Michigan, Rashawn Gary. Uh, Miami Dolphins picked up uh, defensive tackle from Clemson, Christian Wilkins. And I must say, this has this was the best um, intro into the into the to the league I've ever seen. I don't know if you saw this. If you haven't, hey Lou, you need to YouTube uh, pull up the YouTube clip. I thought that. Commissioner Roger Goodell was going to need a new shoulder, probably a back alignment. <laughs> Man, probably uh, <laughs> needs a chiropractor for for his for his whole body. Because that dog on Christian Williams' uh, body, he did like a, a high five jump into Commissioner mm-hmm. Goodell, and he grabbed him up, just bear hugged him. I know every bone in his body was hurting. So, <laughs> but that was the best intro. I have ever seen. That boy was 
so excited. And that's what it's all about, too. You know, these guys, they oh, give yeah. everything. Their families give everything for support. And, you know, for them to have their name called in the first round of the NFL draft, you know, you got to tip your hat to them. So I just thought that was wonderful. I'm going to see the Falcons. Oh, okay. I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah, definitely check, check that, that out. Is it Roger, what is his name? What, LaBelle? Roger Goodell, that's the commissioner, the NFL commissioner. Uh-huh. But it's Christian uh, Christian okay. Wilkins, that's the player's name. Yeah. Okay, Christian Wilkins. Okay. Yeah. All right, and so then uh, the Atlanta Falcons, they picked 14th. They got guard out of Boston College, Christian Uh The Redskins, they are the ones that got the quarterback out of Ohio State, Dwayne Haskins. And let's see, your uh, Seahawks, they, I think they did a trade. Um. They traded away one of their picks, but then they did have the 29th pick um, that was with the Chiefs. You, know, you guys picked up defensive end out of you, L.J. Collier. So um, mm-hmm. that was uh, pretty good there. And the Falcons, they actually traded with the Rams coming back into the first round, and they got another offensive tackle out of Washington, Caleb McGarry. So looks like the Falcons, their, their main focus was protecting their money man, Matt Ryan. So they want to make sure that, mm-hmm. you know, he's upright this year. Not sexy picks, definitely offensive linemen or anybody on the offensive line. But, um, yeah, you got to take care of the money. So I'm not mad at the Falcons. And I guess they're mm-hmm. hoping that all of the defense players that got hurt last year, um, you know, come back fully healthy. But, um, but yeah, but the story of, I guess, for me, for for the, for the draft, um, and it's been kind of controversial here, Nick Bosa, he's the uh, linebacker out of, or I'm sorry, defensive end out of Ohio State. Uh, I don't know if you've heard about this, Aunt Lou, but uh, coming into the league, you know, he kind of wiped off a lot of his social media accounts, Instagram and so forth, um, because he has had some pretty controversial um, likes, some controversial comments um, as far as race, as far as using the N-word, as far as supporting people who are racist, um, you know, he's a, he's conservative, and mm-hmm. a lot of people are questioning, you know, just what are the 49ers thinking. Now, in my mm-hmm. honest opinion, I try to keep football football, you know, because when you right. try to incorporate, you know, the politics and the religion and all that, at the end of the day, you know, they're out there, play, they're paid to play a game. Um, we don't mm-hmm. know what players do on their on their off you know, off the field. Personal we really don't family. know what they do or who they support mm-hmm. or what, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And anybody can say anything mm-hmm. when they get it in front of the camera. I think mm-hmm. my main issue is with our front brass, the front office, because I think it's mm-hmm. the character of our front office. You don't want Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. It cannot be because of his play. I do not, I will, mm-hmm. no one will ever tell me that Kaepernick can't find a job because he's not a good quarterback anymore. Did he fall off? Yes, right. But he also had a, a, a revolving door of um, offensive coordinators as well and head coach. Right. So mm-hmm. I don't know people that succeed in that type of environment. But when it comes to the mentality, when it comes to the moral compass and what you, what you put uh, stock in or what you, what you, you know, your team is a reflection of how you think and how you are. I firmly believe that. Um, mm-hmm. So for you to get rid of that, for his thoughts and his opinion. And then you bring mm-hmm. in the caliber of a Nick Bosa. Yes, they are his thoughts and his opinions, 
but they are on two totally different sides of the spectrum. I think you have to pay attention to that aspect, um, to the correlation of the two, and it cannot go unnoticed and it cannot go unspoken from my point of view. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't care. They're like, just get out there, you know, once Nick both has a sack and, you know, sack fumble before a touchdown, everything's going to be forgotten. Yeah, it might be for some players or for some fans or for, you know, the sport as a whole. Do I want him to succeed? Of course. You don't You don't fight and, 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 and you know, train and do all this to make it to the NFL and not succeed. Am I going to stop cheering for the 49ers? No, I'm not. But it does mm-hmm. plant a seed in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. I, I can't lie. So, Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, I wish him all the best. All this does now is it motivates me to get a Kaepernick jersey in every color now. And I think that's what I'll be wearing <laughs> for the first season. I'm just kidding. I'm going to get a Kaepernick jersey for home. I mean, for away. I already got one for home, and I'm going to get an alternate Kaepernick jersey. And I'm going to wear them all. Okay. 347-866-7924. <laughs> I can only do so much. You know, my opinion can only go so far. But shout out to Mika Taylor in the house. Jackie, I see you in the house. Thank y'all so much for tuning in. Miss Laverne, I see you. So, uh, anything on, you know, the the pick itself on, you know, overall players and, you know, their, their, um, I guess social media accounts and all that good stuff. Because I'm not gonna lie, they did mention though that the only reason that he probably like um, they called it scrubbing his social media account mm-hmm. was because he thought that he was going to be picked by the by the San Francisco 49ers. Mhm. Well, like you said, I I think that um, if everyone is saying the same thing regarding a person, you know, there's got to be some validity in it. Mhm. And um. And you know, and, and and you know, but 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 is he blatant? I don't know. You know, because some people are just blatant with how they feel. You know, I mean, and you, and you, and I know you always try to be as as a liberal as possible, but at the same time, when it comes to to Christ and God, you don't compromise. I love it. I love it. I love it. Better know but it. Some of this other stuff. You know, but it's some of this other stuff. You know, I I can understand because you you know you're trying to uh, cause a riot. You really want us the people to flow together, but, you know, like I said, you know, two easy on there, it's going to come out. You know, whatever it is and how deep rooted or whatever, it's all going to come out. Because, you know, God has a way of exposing things. So, yeah, we'll, you know, we'll be able to see it here and in every, and, you know, hopefully nobody we know will have to witness it. But uh, I, I like that with the, with the cabinet. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's my solution to the problem there. But, you know, like you said, though, everything that's done in the dark comes to the light. And really, all he mm-hmm. needs to make sure that he has that the, the 50 other 52 men in that locker room. Because you, mm-hmm. one thing we know is the locker room is only as tight as the bond that it possesses. And you can't go out there not being able to depend on the man next to you. So I think as long as they get, you know, air out maybe any differences or, or air out any questions, you know, I'm sure that, that Richard Sermon will have something to say. Uh, about, you know, having some questions for him or anything. And, and that's for the team to figure out. Like I said, I mm-hmm. just, I love football. I'm not trying to, which, and 
first one to admit, a lot of people, a lot of 49er fans, a lot of fans in general that I know, you know, they actually, well, that's what they said now. You know, I wasn't in their living room. But they said they were boycotting, you know, the NFL last year because of how Kaepernick was being treated. I love Mr. Kaepernick. Mm-hmm. Ka- Ka- look, Kaepernick. Didn't even get it out right. I love Mr. Kaepernick. But I'm not giving up my football mm-hmm. for nobody. I will support him right. in the ways that I choose to support him, but giving up football is not one way. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's why I totally agree with, you know, football just needs to be their players. They get paid to do a job, and I support the job that they do. What happens in their mm-hmm. all-time field, what happens in their mind, I can't control that. I have no, no desire to control that. Um, mm-hmm. But I just think it this more so speaks to the um, – the, the mentality of our front office. Um, they also said that they brought in one of the premier uh, wide receivers that you guys picked up, Amy Lou, um, DK, oh, what's his name? He's good, too. He's a solid body. Um, let me get this. DK Metcalf, wide receiver out of Mississippi. Stop, uh, brother. Y'all picked him up number six fourth. They said they weren't even thinking about him because, I guess, his personality. Well, what type of personality did he have? I mean, because, you know, if, <laughs> if he's arrogant, if he's cocky, you know, you have to have a little bit of that in you to the wide receiver. Of course, you know, he's going to be be a diva. I don't know too many. Well, Julio Jones is in the diva. I can't say that. Um, Marvin Harrison was mm-hmm. in the diva. But, yeah, you don't have to necessarily be a diva. But, you know, again, it's all about the fit. You know, it's all about the fit. But I would think that character, you would want players with character, you know, to be on your team as well. Um, yeah, you so, would think. Um, yeah, you would think. So am I a little disappointed? Mm-hmm. Maybe. You know, maybe. But I haven't sat down and spoken with Shanahan. I haven't sat down and spoken with Lynch to see exactly what it was that they saw in him, you know, that they didn't see in Quentin Williams or that, you know, they didn't see in, in a DK Metcalf. But we'll see. It, it will all take itself out. And, you know, I'm the first one. If he, you know, makes a sack fumble for a touchdown or a sack fumble, whatever, I'm going to be cheering for him. I will. But mm-hmm. I'll be cheering for him in a Kaepernick jersey. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> and that's right. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl, T.J. Tonight and Ain't Lou in the house. The dynamic duo is holding down. All right, so with that, I tell you what, we're going to put a pin in it. We're going to jump into a quick break, and then on the outside of this, it will be time. It will be time for the bad lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. And then once we do the lyrics, we are going to talk about it. Tyreek Hill, if you haven't heard about it, I need for you to Google it in the, in the break because we are going to talk about it. Um, child abuse, uh, just uh, stupidity, I don't know what you want to call it, but whatever it is, we're going to talk about it right after the break. Here's LL Sports 2 with TJ with the dynamic duo, Ain't Lou and TJ. We'll be right back after the break.
Don't blame it on the boogie. Little Jackson's for you there. Jackie Jackson will be celebrating his birthday this coming weekend. I believe it is, but you know I'll tell you when it is. You know it is, but you know what time it is right now. We ain't going to blame it on the boogie. We're going to blame it on the lyrics. It's time, it is time for the baddest lady in the land. With her pen, his back pad. Yes, it is time for Lucinda's lyrics. You already know it. So right now. Miss Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? Uh-huh, good evening, again. Well, it's round two semifinals of the NBA, and I have a few things to say. I hope everyone is having a great day. Denver leads Portland 1-0. John Keith hit 70, 37 points while Murray contributed 23, you know. The Bucks are tied with Celtics 1-1. One in game two, they refuse to be outdone. The Raptors and 76ers are tied one-to-one as well. I bet you Kawhi's head won't swell. Last but not least, the Warriors are leading Rockets two-to-zero. In game two, there were so many heroes. Hampton Five just stepped it up, causing Houston to drink that bitter cup. Curry's left hand was injured early. Let's not forget that bad right ankle that's been making him thoroughly. Harton's eyes were attacked by Draymond Green, but it still didn't keep him from keep him off the scene. Can you tell me where is CP3 and what is going on with those referees? Both teams play with so much fervor and speed. They are so talented. However, only one will succeed. Uh-oh. <laughs> only be one. And again, and again, and again. Only, only, only one, PJ. Only one. Only one. So it's I like everything you, every, 
everything you covered, I wrote. It was like, oh, my goodness. Everything she was saying with the summary, she's taking, she's taking all my lyrics. I said, she's taking all my lyrics. No. Down that the you can't rhyme for them. Yeah, you didn't rhyme on but you had all the same info. I was like, oh, my goodness. You're talking about being in sync. I just love it. Yes, Blog Talk Radio. TJ is so in tune. It's just, it's, it's, fun. it's just awesome. I can't believe it. I know. Time and time again. But then I really shouldn't be amazed. We come from the oh, same yeah. place. I think it's the relative. I think it's family with family, and it's like we just connect. But I'm like, man, she's just eating, eating right out of my hand. Even you talk about the Hampton Five, I just figure out, well, like, at least I got the Hampton Five. It's like, no, <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> but like I said, it's a totally different delivery. So it's all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mr. Vern says, Yay, Miss Lucinda. That's right. <laughs> Another awesome job with those lyrics. Awesome job. All right. Thank so you, Ms. We have got to talk about it. Uh, let me ask first, and I'll ask everybody, you know, tuning in. Um, hey, Lou, have you heard about the situation with the chief wide receiver Tyreek Hill and the audio? No, hadn't heard anything. Okay. Tyreek Hill, what's going on? Yeah, so let me give you a little background. So the Chiefs are in the news once again for all the wrong reasons. We know that um, they lost Kareem Hunt last season, um, you know, in the end of the season for a video that came out uh, for domestic violence. You know, he, he kicked a woman. Um, and pushed her. And so now there has been a recording purpose of wide receiver Tyreek Hill speaking with his fiance and getting him on tape discussing an injury to his three-year-old son. Apparently his son's arm had been broken at the age of three. Yes. And so the fiance uh, took it upon herself to have uh, to record, you know, the audio, to record the conversation, and of course, um, the news, KCTV, out of Kansas City, Missouri, um, got a hold of that recording, and a portion of it's 11 minutes long. Of course, I didn't want to, you know, get the whole whole um, audio, but I did get a snippet of it. So I do want to play that now, and then of course we will talk about, um, you know, just overall the audio and the situation as a whole. All right, this is, again, Tyreek Hill's fiancé um, recording Tyreek Hill regarding um, their three-year-old son and his injury. Let's take a listen. Why does he say daddy did it? Why? Why does he say daddy did it? I don't know. He says daddy does a lot of things. Like what? A three-year-old's not going to lie about what happened to his arm. He is terrified of you, and you say that he respects you, but it's not, it's not respect. Me. It's terrified. He is terrified of you. You need to be terrified of me, too. Literally kept saying, Daddy punches me, which you do when he starts crying. What do you do? You make him open up his arm, and you punch him in the chest. And then if he gets in trouble, you get the belt out. Mm. 347-826-7924. That is the number. Call TJ tonight uh, talking about... um, Tyreek Hill, dynamic duo, Aunt Lou and TJ. Um, and that was the recording, uh, some snippets, some audio of Tyreek Hill and his fiance speaking on their three-year-old son. Um, first, uh, Aunt Lou, just your, your thoughts on the, the audio. 
I think that <clears throat> she's a she's an idiot as a mother. Why would you uh, put your child in danger like that? And they're not even married, so it ain't like she said, just got to put up with it. I could see if they were married. Well, I can't even see if they were married, you know, but but it's, but it's kind of harder, more difficult. But they're just engaged, and he's punching on the, on the kids. And then talking about she needs to be afraid of him. He sounds like a monster. That's right, I said it, a monster. Yeah, he's not making himself look good. Okay, so I wanted to get your thoughts about the audio before I gave you a little bit of background information on this relationship, okay? So, okay. Um, and let me just put it out there. He'll deny breaking his son's arm. Not on that tape okay. either. I mean, the minute mm-hmm. he accused him of, you know, punching him, he never said, no, I didn't do that. I wouldn't do that. You know I wouldn't do that. He says, uh, you need to be scared of me too. That's what he said. But let's talk about the background of this relationship. So um, Beyonce's name is Crystal Espinal, and um, according to Angie Racona of KCTV5, during this incident, um, Hill called first responders to the house on April 1st after seeing his child was unsupervised. So sorry, this is a totally different incident. This incident right here that they're speaking of, this happened in January, supposedly with the broken arm. But these are recent mm-hmm. incidents here. So April 1st, um, Tyreek Hill called first responders after he saw that his child was unsupervised. He says, I quote to the dispatcher, he sees the female pass out. The female was watching the reporting party's three-year-old son. Um, Mm -hmm. The three-year-old was walking around with no one attending him. And the female is seven months pregnant, supposedly with twins. Don't know if he's supposed to be the father, though. I I would assume so, but just say that. Um, They said during this time, the reason that he came to the house, meaning Tyreek Hill, was because he was staying at a hotel after receiving a no-contact order with his son, the three-year-old. So Tyreek mm-hmm. goes in a hotel because he has a no-contact order. He goes over to the home where his fiancée supposedly lives. I guess it was fiancé. She's seven months pregnant, but she's nowhere to be found. And the three-year-old is just wandering around, minding his own business. So the call came four days before Espinal lost custody of her child at a court hearing on April the 5th. After an April 17th court hearing, neither parent has custody of the child. The child is now in the custody of family. And, of course, okay. I said this comes after the child suffered a broken arm in January, for which Hill and Espinal were named in a report taken on March 5th. Now, initially, the district attorney filed charges, but now the department has reopened the investigation after the audio was released um, last week. Okay. So, now, with that information, does anything change? Does your opinion change at all, Angel? Nope. Okay. Um, I don't even know where to begin. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ. Ain't new tonight, the dynamic duo in the house. Hit me up on Facebook Live. Drunk I see in the house. Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we are talking about the Tyreek Hill incident, uh, audio tape released last week of his fiance Crystal Espinal, um, getting, you know, talking to Tyreek about their three-year-old son and the injuries that he, um, he suffered back in January. I have a problem with 
good audio to begin with. Doesn't that sound like a setup to you? Anglo, like baiting. It could be. It could. It, it could have been a setup. But even if, but but if there's evidence of the child being bruised and you know and all that, that's just no good. Right. You know what I mean. And, and right. he could be trying to set him up, you know, or whatever. But he's if he's that dumb and stupid enough to say what he's saying, you know, he needs to be set up, don't you think? Well, don't get me wrong. There is no grown man. He is an athlete. He is a professional athlete, which means he's trained. Mm-hmm. Okay. There is no reason why you need to be punching your son, no three-year-old son, in the chest. I, uh, there's nothing to tell me that that's going to teach him. That's not going to teach him being a man. That's not going to be teaching him how to stand up for himself. That's going to teach him how to end up in the hospital and uh, know how to fill out forms. That's all that's going to teach him. And it's going to teach him violence. Yeah. I firmly believe mm-hmm. that. Right. Um, and, and that's how, you know, I guess maybe that's how they resolve issues. I don't know. But that, that's what that's going to teach that, that young boy. At three years old, no. And do I believe mm-hmm. he broke his He probably did. He probably mm-hmm. did. But at the same time. And then running, trying to run, and he's pulling his, you know, he's three years old, your body's so fragile. At three years old? <laughs> come on now. Um, yeah. But at the same time, hey, Lou, this mm-hmm. woman, how how are you not, how, how are you not uh, being a, a fixed, um, what's the word I'm looking for, a, a, a staple? You know, I, I'm a firm believer that mothers, they, they, they hold a different, level, you know, in a child's life. I mean, they shouldn't, you know, a father should be just equally responsible in nurturing and, and you know, uh, mentally, you know, um, raising their children, you know, emotionally, financially, all of that. It should be equal. But we all know that nine times out of ten, it's really the mothers who um, are, are, are raising, you know, the, the children. So you, you, your three-year-old is unsupervised when a man comes over to the house. Nowhere to be found. And if yeah. you're you, you already have a three-year-old with him. Now you're about to bring mm-hmm. twins into the, into the world with the same man? Uh, anybody, yeah. nobody sees a uh, problem with, with the equation? I think that's just, she's trying to just keep money coming, girl. The more sugar, the more she had to have uh, my children, but the more kids she have, the more money that she'll get from the man. But it's like, what are you doing exactly. to your children? You, so, exactly. you get, what is, so what is your what is your main objective here, to have the money or to have the kids? It sounds like you have mm-hmm. one child and you know how to raise him. Now you're about to bring two more into the world, mm-hmm. and they're about to be in the same predicament, same position. Now, like I said, don't get yeah. me wrong, Tyreek Hill is not off the hook here. But, you know, I, no. I, I try to I, – I like to applaud myself and being reasonable and being rational. You, only have, mm-hmm. you don't have a bad parent in this place. I think that's mm-hmm. And the mother, to me, she ain't no better. Because you might not be putting yeah. your hands on your child. You're not raising your child. Mm-hmm. I think that's child abuse. Yeah, the highest. That uh, is. That's probably why her parents have the child. You know what I mean? That's well, we don't why. even know if they have the child. They just say it's in the custody of family. Who knows who has the okay. child right about now? Well, hopefully neither one of them do. <laughs> you know. I mean, this is uh, uh, so, you, so you put a no contact order out on the father, so he uh-huh. can't even, you know, with certain, you know, certain, um, uh, what's what I'm looking for, um, 
distance. The distance or something like it. What is it? Uh, uh, the restraining order or something to that Exactly. Extent? Yeah, no contact. So that means he can't even, you know, he, he shouldn't even be in the same room with the son, I don't think. So now you're going over to the house, I guess, what you're doing a welfare check. But why are you doing a welfare check? Obviously, you know this woman is not capable of raising your child, maybe. So then you go and you lay down and you have two more with her. It's a cycle yeah. here. It's a cycle that yeah. I'm just I'm confused with. And I cannot put it all on him. You two can no, bring in this world that you obviously have no intention on caring for. Right. I'm telling you, they just money. The babies are just a way for her to get some support. She probably figure she's thinking Kobe. Listen, they're engaged. She's thinking Kobe like Kobe and his wife. But you know that woman got half of his estate, right? But she's married. She's legal. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't. And I don't think Kobe's beating his children either. But you know what I'm saying? But it's That's just. It, their thinking is just warped. You know, it's, it's all about the, the Benjamins. And it's like, no, you got to, you're bringing children into the world to, for what? Just for them to be, because if they're abused like that, if they, if the chances are they will be abusers as well, you know. Mm-hmm. And you're raising up monsters, basically. That's well, or one thing, it's either or ain't Lou, they'll grow up to be abusers or they'll grow up to be abused. Yeah. You know, unless they, unless they, you know, Decide to break the cycle. Uh, that's what you're teaching them. You know, the, I just say I'm I'm lost for words though because I can understand her her thing. You know, she's trying to get the money, she's trying to make sure that she's financially here for the rest of her life. But why are you still having children with this woman? Why are you still having children? Period. Right. It's pretty sad. You know, you never know. They they could turn out to be, you know, the best of parents. But right now, they, they are failing. They they receive an F. Yeah, failing big time, as one would say. <laughs> yeah. But I just, you know, I guess I just have a problem because, you know, all the focus seems to be on Tyreek Hill. Um, we, we do know that the Kansas City Chiefs, they have suspended Tyreek Hill indefinitely. Um, they say that okay. they are to, you know, all of the, all aspects of the situation. Um, he has been banned from all um, team activities. He's been banned from the facility. You know, if they guess if it keeps going on this way, he'll, he'll probably be released from the team. And once again, you know, the Kansas City Chiefs they go from, you know, a perennial powerhouse offensively to, you know, I guess it's going to be next man up. But my thing is, we just saw 32 young men see their dreams mm-hmm. realized in the, in the NFL draft. We put in all the work, all the effort, all of the, the sweat, the tears, the money, the pain, the, the obligations, the, the sacrifice that parents make to make sure that, or parent, whoever your guardian is, to make sure that you get to this level. And now you've arrived, and you've made a name for yourself. I'm going back to Dream right. Hunt now. Dream Hunt and Tyreek Hill. You know, you made a name for yourself in this league, a good name, a, a, a respectable name. You're a phenomenal player. And it goes away because of this? Because you're, yeah. you you mentally are not stable enough to keep your hands or your feet off of a woman? Or because you, yeah. you, you're you abusing your child? Yeah, it's pretty sad. Such a way. That's the way. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to your girls. 
TJ and Aunt Lou tonight. Redwood says he's a dirtbag. It wasn't the first time it happened. And Kim Street says, how could you punch your baby, period? And I totally agree. And that's, that's true what um, Pab said. This is the first incident as far as um, Tyreek mm-hmm. goes. I, I don't know if his other incident was with his child, though. Um, but he has had some, you know, run-ins with, with the law, um, Tyreek Hill. So, but, again, it just goes back to what was the point? What's the purpose of making it all the way to the league if you just don't, you know, pub it up? With, yeah. With the, yeah. You know how many players some don't have the opportunity? Go ahead, Ailu. Yeah. Some people just have that jail mentality, though. You know, once they've been out there, it's like uh, it's hard for them to break it. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you ain't been in jail. You've been, you've been clawing and fighting and, and practicing and, and getting injured and, you know, all of this to make it to the league. You have to have some kind yeah. of to have some kind of, um, you know, the wherewithal to be focused enough to say, I have a goal, and I'm not going to stop until I reach that goal. And you reach it. You reach mm-hmm. it. Yeah. For nothing. Just to lose, just to lose it, TJ. Yeah. Just to lose it. Like, why are you, why are you wasting my time? If I was a Kansas City Chief fan, I'm like, why are you wasting my time? Me getting invested in your talent and what you bring, you know, getting my hopes up. You're playing with my emotions, Smokey. What you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. For, for what? I just, I don't know. I'm disappointed. I'm very disappointed. Yeah, I, I don't know if they get, if the fame go to their head or what. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I don't know. And, you know, I'm going to keep it real. You know, black men already have a bad rap because yeah. it seems like whenever we're in the news, it's something bad. You know, you just had Antonio Brown, you know, he gets his money, but yet he wants to fight Ryan Clark. Um, you know, uh, all the, the other things, like whenever you hear about black athletes in the news, it's always negative. So it's like, why do you want to continue, continually, you know, perpetuate that cycle? I, I don't get it. Now, I I I know, you know, and, and we as a, as a people and as a whole know that there are definitely more good fathers out there. You know, there are more upstanding, you know, um, black male citizens in the world than there are these knuckleheads that keep seeing on TV, but that's all that keep uh, perpetuating on the news. Right. These knuckleheads, all the knuckleheads. So, it's just, you, just, you know, you just add your name to the, to the file. And for what? But we'll, we'll definitely post it. TJ, do you think there might have been drugs involved or drinking or something that may get him like that? I'm looking at some of his photos right now. He looks a little out of it. No, I'm not even going to blame that. I can't even blame it on the liquor. Because if you, mm-hmm. um, I, I think I think that's the way he was disciplined. You know, that may be the way he was brought up, um, mm-hmm. you know, with punishment. And that's, let me say this. I got my tail whooped plenty of times. Did I serve it? Probably 80, maybe 70, 75%. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to keep it real with you. TJ was, I'm not going to say I was a rebel, but I did what I wanted, how the way I wanted to do it, and I knew <laughs> the consequences were coming. So I, it was it was a conscious choice whenever I'd made my decision. 
I'm not going to tell you what those, you know, what I did, but, you know, let's just say I took a couple cars every once in a while. You know, hey. <laughs> I felt like if they would belong to my parents, they belonged to me. But anyway, needless to say. But uh-huh. I turned out fine. You know, did I have mm-hmm. some anger management issues growing up? I sure did. I sure did. <laughs> and I felt like the way when I got upset, the way that I handled things was too difficult. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, until mm-hmm. somebody, you know, showed me the way, but that's not how you handle things, Tina. But, you know, I say it in a joking mm-hmm. way, but um, uh, so mm-hmm. as far as, like, corporal punishment, you know, to, like, whoop your kids and all that, I don't see anything wrong with that because kids need discipline, okay? All that time right. out stuff, it doesn't work for every child. You you put a child in the corner, tell them to face the wall, and then, you know, in 30 minutes they can have a cookie. That child, me? I would Lord have mercy. I wish I wish my parents probably would have tried to put me, you know, in the corner or whatever. I would have been working. <laughs> well, you put a child in the wall, girl, put him, let him look at the wall. He might be over there drawing on the wall before it's over. <laughs> exactly. That would have been me. I'd be like, okay, you're going to put me in the wall? All right, well, we, let's see what I can make out of the wall right climbing here. the wall or something, you know, they just be bored. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, but, but, but I say the joke. You know, but seriously, um, it's, every child has to be raised differently. You know, some children you can you can talk to them sternly and they'll get it. Some you you, okay. you have to lay hands on them, and, and that's just how it is. But you also have to to be able, be ready to deal with the consequences of that as well. Um, right. So, but to say that you know with liquor involved when he was beating his child, I I don't think so. I just think that that's the way he chose to you know to raise his children. But to think that it's okay to put your fist in a three-year-old's chest, now that's child abuse. Yeah. The three-year-old yeah, that's child abuse. Yeah, that's child Thank abuse. Thank you. As big, as big as he is, I'm looking at his 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 um his his uh shoulder, his his arms and stuff. They're so big and thick. I mean, imagine you you can probably push the baby just with an open hand or something, but but punching them and stuff is like, yeah. Dude, what are you thinking? Yeah. Or at least a smack on the. You know what I mean? You take oh you take your hand and you you know you pop him on the leg once or twice. That's enough. I don't see nothing wrong with that. The kids, you know, right. you have discipline in this world. That's why you got these kids running their parents and everything. You go to these grocery stores, kids that's falling out in, in the aisles or uh, knocking down stuff off the shelf. I wish I would have tried to do something like that. I wouldn't be able to sit now. <laughs> I have no skin on. <laughs> but, um, but, yes. Well, thanks, Ma. I just put, putting all my business out there in the street. That's okay. I, I, I respect that. <laughs> But yeah, your girl that's that part of being a good, it's part of being a good host. They either hold yeah. it against you, or either they'll be like, "She's real, like I am." Yeah. You know, <laughs> hey, you can't run from it. I'm telling you, you know, everybody's got a past. Everybody's got a story. And, you know, you Thank try to hide you. it, lie, lie about it. It's gonna come out eventually. So you know. And hey, I think it turned <laughs> out pretty, pretty good. Okay, I may have you know stole some stuff you know from my parents. And everything, girl, ain't got no uh, I ain't got no mug shot. Hello. <laughs> She's just gentle. Janelle, on the other hand, is Janelle. You got to love her. 
because when I didn't nail, it wouldn't be no TJ and, and Lucinda. You know what I mean? But I, I did I did miss them. But it was just good, I guess. I, I guess to get our little bond in there too, and then I could ask some questions that I normally couldn't ask because Jadelle, she does have a tendency to talk a lot. <laughs> no, you ain't gonna say she talks a lot, ain't no. Well, you know, did I say Janelle? Did I say Janelle? Opinionated, you know, it makes for great radio. <laughs> I know, I don't care. But I hope yeah. you listen. I hope you listen in jail. You do talk. You do talk. But you know that's what it is—a talk show. So you're doing what you're supposed to do, and I'm so proud of you. <laughs> right. That's right. I feel like we had we had like arms tonight, but we were missing our legs. So it's like you know, we you know we oh, still, yeah. we, we were functioning, but you know, yeah, definitely oh, missing. Yeah. Definitely missing. But shout out to you, though, ain't Lou. You held it down with me. Dynamic duo in the house. Matter of fact, that's what that, I'm saying. Well, you know, right. I got the back, you slide, you front, and everything I'm going to do I'm going to do for as long as I'm, a, I'm alive, I'm going to be there. <laughs> right. We deserve our own applause. Oh, right. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, real quick, I mean, anything else you want to, uh, anything you wanted to bring up before we, before we get out of here, or you ready for your shout out? Yeah, I'm probably ready for my shout-outs. I don't think we have any May birthdays, TJ. Let me just double, double check. I don't think we do. Because this, can you believe it's May 1st already? May 1st. Next month is going to be June. We're going to be halfway through the year. And then two months from now, it'll be time for football. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I, I know football. Yeah, that's what I'm just excited about her. I'm loving my basketball, TJ, but, you know, football now, and thanks to you and Janelle, and I don't think Miss Terry, she really pumped it as much as you and Janelle. But I used to think football was the most boring thing. You sit up here listening to these people, you know, watching these people so bored, didn't know what was going on. But it's like now I'm on the edge of my seat, and I'm looking forward to now the football season. Can you believe it? Me, oh. of all people. Oh, I got to Okay. I'm disappointed. <laughs> that makes me so happy. I'm serious. Y'all got me hooked, girl. Y'all got me hooked now. I'm, and, I, and I'm, you know, I'm excited. Wonderful. <laughs> Absolutely. Wonderful. I, yeah. I mean, I have taped TJ Super Bowl games, and then went back and watched him. Even though I know who had won the game, but I would sit there and watch the whole game. I'm like, something is wrong with me. I've taped my. Uh, <laughs> My interest has changed. That's wonderful. Loving. Oh yeah. So no, but as far as I know, I don't think we have any birthdays because we back on next week, right? I think uh, yeah. it'll be yeah. like the eight, May May eight or something like that, right? I think it is. Uh, yep, yep, May. Yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I just want to shout out to. Uh, I'll just say I want to shout out to the girls. Uh, Janelle, I miss you. Janelle, Janelle, Janelle. And the scary. I miss you as well. I mean, uh, but TJ and I, we held it down. TJ, you know, you're the best. You're the best thing since cornbread and Earl and me and uh, buttermilk. Uh, All right. Just, <laughs> I just enjoyed it because I, I got a chance to spend some time with my niece uh, via show and, and still learning, always learning. Uh, you always come prepared. You know, you just – 
you know your stuff, and I'm just so proud of you. I can't wait to see what what uh, what God has for you. I'm just excited because I know it's going to be great, and I just want to encourage you to keep on keep on uh, pressing on, just like you pressed on with the sound uh, when it, when when it started acting up. And I was like, look at her, she she's pressing, she's pressing. Don't ever stop. Don't ever give up. Because it's just like your blessing is right there. And then when you decide you're going to quit or give up, then it's like you're going to miss it. So so just, just just stay right there. Just just keep doing what you're doing. I'm so proud of you, and I love you with all my heart. And I just thank God for you. Thank and I want to thank all the <laughs> you will. I want to thank all the Blog Talk fans uh, and everyone listening and just being there to support. Uh, you guys, when you support TJ, you support the entire family and, uh, you know, just being there. I mean, everything don't always go like we want, but you know what? We get in there and we endure because that's what we are. We are we're warriors, we're soldiers, and we are, you know, we're not quitters, but we're winners. You got that right. That's right. I love all the family. Thank you, family, for supporting Tina. Little Cassandra, you know, your mama, number one, number one fan. All you people out there, I just thank y'all for supporting her because she deserves it. And uh, it's going to all be worth it in the end. That's right. Thank you so much, Angel. Thank you. Are you welcome, darling? All right, so we'll be back next Wednesday night. Until then, you have a blessed week, all right? You too, Dawn. Take okay. care. Okay, love you. Love you too. Goodbye. Bye now. 347-8-7924, that is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight. And that was Aunt Lou holding down the dynamic duo tonight. Yes, we definitely missed Terry and Janelle tonight miss their, you know, opinions and, and the controversy, you know, that Janelle brings. But I'm telling you, if it had to be the dynamic duo, who else would you want in the house? Come on now. Ain't Lou representing once again, as always. If you missed Lucinda's lyrics, where were you? What you, what you doing? But I got you. You can catch it on the timeline on Facebook, on the uh, on the recording, or you can catch it on the uh, Blog Talk uh, archives. All right. So let's see. We have Wednesday Wikipedia tonight, May 1st. It is May, y'all. Can you believe it? So what happened on May 1st in the world of sports, 1884? How do they know this happened back in 1884? Were they writing stuff down? Is it on a rock somewhere? But Moses Walker, he became the first black player in Major League Baseball. In 1926, Satchel Paige, he made his pitching debut in the Negro Southern League. In 1951, Minnie Minosa, he became the first black player to play for the Chicago White Sox. And in 1992, the Los Angeles Dodgers postponed three games due to riots due to the Rodney King case. All right? So that is your Wednesday Wikipedia for May 1st. Do you remember what you were doing when the Rodney King verdict came down? First, do you remember what you were doing when the video came out? But then when the when the verdict came out and the cops were acquitted. What? We, 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 we've had some moments in history, haven't we? But um, all right. Back to positivity. <laughs> all right. So definitely we got to shout out everybody on the phone lines. We got to shout out everybody listening in online, listening in on Facebook Live. Thank you so much 
like I always say, whether you listen 20 minutes, two minutes, two hours, one hour, I truly, truly appreciate the support. As I said, celebrating birthdays this week feature tonight, Jackie Jackson of the Jacksons and his mom. They share a birthday, Miss Catherine Jackson, so she will be 89, and Jackie turns 68 on May the 4th. Happy birthdays to Tim McGraw, turning 51. Tina Atkins-Campbell of Mary Mary turns 44. And Wes Welker, football player, turns 37 today. So happy birthday to each and every one of them. To my main fan, Mr. Silicon Valley. He was in the house tonight on the timeline. So much uh, appreciated to see you there, Marlon. Shout out to Ron Bo of Ron Bo Sports. Shout out to Marvin and Harold Chambers. Harold, I'm sorry, Marvin and Harold Chambers. <laughs> Shout out to Stephanie, Shanisa, Morgan, Mara, Dee Dee, Jackie, and Brianna. Of course, uh, Shout out to the ladies who were missing, Janelle and Terry. We definitely missed you. Like I said, we had the arms. Well, we didn't have the legs. But let me tell you something, the arms, they held it down. (laughs) Shout out to Aunt Lou for bringing the strength once again with Lucinda's lyrics. Just shout out to her for just all of her support. Um, You know, they always manage to get me with those words at the end. You know, just when you think you've heard it and you're like, oh, thank you. Then they come out out with with the left hook. And then the right hook. And then the hug just to squeeze you real tight. <laughs> so shout out to my Aunt Lou. Um, you know, like I said, words will never be able to describe just um, the love and the appreciation that I have for you, um, that I see, you know, through you. Uh, you know, I've always, uh, I always tell people, words are just words. They can be like, they can be shallow. And I've always um, been the the type. I'm a firm believer that actions speak louder than words. And when your actions match your words or when they exceed your words, you know, you can't do nothing but um, but just love that and appreciate it. So, uh, Aunt Lou, I love you. I thank you. Um, I, I adore your talents, and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm so happy. I'm so happy that you are taking this ride with me. And, yeah, big things popping. You better believe it. <laughs> all right, shout-out to my daddy, Lawrence Jackson, to my brother, D'Angelo Jackson, just for all of their support, their love for me. Uh, you know, for you know, I kind of mentioned it tonight, you know, the discipline that you got. It's, sometimes it's well-needed. It's, you know, it's deserved. It hurts, you know, when you do it, but it's, uh, it's, it's realized um, how much love it is in the long run. So, you know, um, as I always say, I'm so thankful that uh, I have the relationship that I have with my dad. Um, the older that I get, the more I realize that a lot of people don't have it, um, don't want it sometimes, um, or want it and, and can't have it. So I'm very grateful, very thankful um, for the relationship that I have with my daddy and my brother. I love you guys. And last but by no means least, to the rock, to my my rock, my sword, and my shield. No, she's not Jesus. Jesus is the most important, you know, person in my life. But, hey, my mama, Denise Green, I talk about her all the time. Uh, if you if you haven't heard me, re- replay any one of my videos, and you'll see just how much she means to me. I love you, Essie. Thank you for all that you do for me and for LL Sports, too. All right, y'all, so that is going to do it for the show tonight. We will be back next Wednesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 347-826-7924, blogtalkradio.com forward slash LL Sports 2, or catch me live and in living color. Tina D. Jackson is the name, sports. That is my game. You know, tonight's uh, motivational moment is going to be a little off the cuff tonight because I just, you know, like I said, I always try to keep um, – keep uh, my motivational moment, it, it, 
uh, it means something to me. So it's either coming from a personal moment, personal, um, you know, something that I've been through, something that maybe a friend or family member is going through. But um, tonight I just want to kind of go off the cuff. I had something prepared, but this is really on my heart. Um, let me get my music together here. Tonight's well, um, motivational. <laughs> so John Singleton died of a stroke at the age of 51. Luke Perry died of a stroke at the age 52. Um, I have one of my best friends in the world. His name is Cornell Robinson. You may, you may hear me refer to him as Big Daddy. Um, had a physical. He was going to his, you know, his doctor for his physical uh, last week. Picture of health, you know, uh, weight good, you know, um, vital signs all that good. But the man decided to have what's called a foot pot. And if you haven't heard from that, heard of that, he's from the country. He's from Carolina, South Carolina. And what I found out a pudding pot is is basically everything from the pig, from the rooter to the tutor, the skin, the brains, the feet, the the, the hooves, the, the the nose, everything, and it's put into a pot and you boil it and you eat it. Why would you do that? I don't know. Why would you do that before you go in to see the doctor? I really don't know. Well, you can only believe what uh, imagine what happened. Yes, the doctor told me he had high blood pressure. You think? After eating all that the day before you go to the doctor. I joke about it, but I'm dead serious. We are losing people entirely too early. You have to take care of yourselves, people, black men especially. I know you don't like going to the doctor. I don't know what it is. I don't know what scares you about it, but they're for you too. Women, we're more easily easily inclined to go if something's wrong, you know, to go go and um, see what's wrong. But um, we have to take care of ourselves, y'all. We all have that date. You know, it's your birth date, and we will all have that end date. It's going to come. It's going to happen. We cannot run from it, okay? But that, but that doesn't mean that you have to excel it, okay? That doesn't mean that you have to speed that date up. So if you're not eating right, eat better. If you're not exercising all the time, exercise a little bit. Um, there's a lot that we can do for ourselves and to ourselves to extend this one thing. You know, we want to get one go at this. So, again, 51, 52, that's entirely too too young, um, you know, to to be leaving this earth. I, I've been so blessed that I've, um, I still have my parents, you know. Um, I still have the majority of my family. My mom comes from uh, 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 14, you know, 14 siblings. Um, we just lost my grandmother, but what? You know, she was 91. You know, I still have a grandmother that just turned 92. I lost my great-grandmother at 92. Um, you know, I lost one of my grandfathers, and he was in his 70s, but I lost one and he was in his 80s. So living longevity, you know, that's that's what we're supposed to do. Um, so dying at 51 ain't cool. 52, 56, 50, 60, that's not cool, y'all. So, again, just um, if it hurts, if it's aching, go go fix it. Go Take a look at it. See what's wrong. Get medicated. Um, but you only have one. We only get one time at this this this, this go around. So live it to you, to your best. Live your best life. Live your healthiest life. But imp- most importantly, let's live. All right. I'm TJ. That's my motivational moment. <laughs> until next time, y'all have a wonderful rest of your week. Have a great weekend. And until I see you next time, be good to others. Be good to yourselves. Most of all, y'all be blessed.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.